Yep, I'm here hosting an episode of Not Your Ordinary Coach with Chet Hirani. Today we have a bonus episode for you all. I'm Chet, as you know, as you may know, and I'm simply focused on making you a leader, giving you the experience to create a cultural shift personally or professionally. And it is the return of Felicia Etienne, the founder of Felicia Etienne Coaching and Consulting. And wow, today Felicia and I will be talking about what's your best planning strategy. And a slightly different take on this one today as well. We're going to be live on this pod, well, not live on this podcast, but this podcast is a bonus episode which will be out with for people today, hopefully, but then also live on this newly social media podcasting platform called Clubhouse. So if you guys aren't on Clubhouse, get yourselves on there. Only for iOS at the moment, but hey, get yourself an iOS phone otherwise then, right? <laughs> so let's kick off, let's kick this off and talk about the pains and pleasures we go through and how most of us all relate to the same things. It's the whole planning strategies, productivity, etc. So hey, Felicia, how are you doing? I am doing phenomenal. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. I'm super excited. So just to do a quick intro for those folks who do not know me, I am a peak performance coach and a business strategist former executive working for companies like Capital One, JP Morgan, excited to focus now on what I'm passionate about, what I get to do, which is to serve women entrepreneurs, professionals who are looking to level up in their business and their life without burnout or stress. And that's what I love doing. And I'm excited to have a conversation with you all about productivity. Awesome. Awesome. So just, I know, I know we're going to have, this is the first time we're doing a clubhouse and um, bonus episode all in one. So just to remind Felicia, you're going to have to unmute yourself every time you talk so people can hear you on Clubhouse too, right? That, <laughs> that sounds, sounds awesome. So I'll make sure I do that. Good stuff. Good stuff. So tell us, what is your pain or pleasure in terms of when you're trying to plan your day and what sort of strategies do you use? So you know what? That's a really great question. When I think about planning my day, my day starts from really planning my overall goals. So I have an overarching goal that I have for my business, for my life. And I look at those strategies and that's what I'm going to be using to plan my day. I just plug and play, but it starts the night before. It doesn't start in the morning. It starts the night before. I take, I have a list of everything I need to get done, right? I, uh, it's a lot to go over. So I do a list of my top goals. I know what I need to do on a daily basis. I have a tool I use like Asana. For those of you guys, is a project management tool. So I know my day's already plotted out. I know what I need to accomplish. My big three for business, my big threes for personal is already outlined. So during the day, I execute on my big three personal, big three business. And at the end of the day, that's my opportunity to do more of a reflection chat where I kind of reflect on what worked for the day and what I struggled with. And then I do do some journaling as well because what's important for me is to make sure I get quality sleep and when I start ruminating on the things that may not work, I don't know about other folks in your audience, that can mess up my sleep and I can't have that. So I start really journaling and I put the tasks that maybe did not work out in the schedule because life happens and we need to flow with it, right? I just put it on to my next day, what I'm going to be focused on for the next day. And I just work that plan there. So I start the night before I have blocked schedules in my day for the 
critical, the vital things as an entrepreneur that I need to do to move my business forward, that I need to do to serve my clients, that I need to do to serve my kids, and all the different hats I wear, I block it out. It's planned out. It's blocked out on my calendar. And those blocks, because I'm a mom with three kids, they float. Believe me, they go one end to the other. But I already have the critical, the vital things ready plotted out there. So I'm going to pause because I know you have some other things you want to talk. So is this along the lines of what you're thinking? It's a little different. It starts the night before and it starts with my overarching goals. Well, now that's a, that's a strategy in itself, right? You you need you need to definitely have that sort of strategy in place. Well, I'm pretty much pretty much quite similar to those sort of things. But before we um, continue, I just want to welcome sort of Mila into our room as well. So hey, hey Mila, we're just um, taking a different take on this podcast. Well, clubhouse episode, should I say, or room? Um, we're also recording on my um, podcast as well as a bonus episode. The topic about this um, fundamentally is about the whole maximize your full potential. But then the focus today is about your best planning strategies and what you do to actually um, overcome all those pains and pleasures that are actually amongst all those sort of strategies. Slightly different take, but we're here. So we've got Felicia, who's also our moderator in this room. She's a coach, a peak performance coach and a consultant as well with huge amounts of experience. And she's also a superman as well. So yeah, getting back on topic. So what I do, my planning strategies, I mean, I speak to clients about this all the time. Okay, some of, some people turn around and say to me, I don't have the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and time is a huge factor for people. Okay, but we all got to remember that we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Now, when we have those same 24 hours a day, but it depends how you utilize those and what you do. Everybody has different priorities. Some people are um, mothers, some people are single single parents. Some people don't have kids. So we all have different um, uh, ways and we're all running a different life, so to speak. But ultimately, the whole planning side of things, I, think, I feel that is there's always one way of planning something and it's common to everyone, right? So as long as you're able to sort of prioritize the most important things that you need to do, okay? And then also think about yourself in terms of, right, Am I actually doing something that's taking too much time? Okay. Or am I doing something that really I don't even need to do? It's like a waste of my life. <laughs> should, I be, should I even be concentrating on that? Okay. So having those sort of things in place is such an important thing. And I mean, you know as well, um, Felicia, we work on sort of understanding, uh, like we, it's always results focused, right? Turning things into a habit. Okay. Making sure that you're practicing those sort of things. As you practice, you turn things into a habit which then effectively do what? Gives you a strategy and you get a plan. Absolutely. Yes, what do you think? No, no, I think this is a great topic when you think about everything that's going on in this world today, right? We have, not only are we fighting a virus, but we have kids that are staying at home. We're working from home for some of us that used to be in a corporate, you know, in an office building. Now there's a lot of distractions around that can prevent us from being as productivity and help us to really max out our potential. So some of the tips I would kind of give to the audience is, first of all, you need to know you and you need to do you. What do I mean by that? The, the tips that we're going to be sharing may work for us and work for our client and they're proven, but you also need to experiment and you need to be open with experimenting to see what's going to work for you. One thing I coach my clients on is to know your energy rhythms. Know when you have the certain energy that you can do certain tasks. Like you talked about 
your critical few, the vital few tasks that you need to be able to do, but how do you make sure you're going to be able to do those tasks and get those things done? So find a schedule that works for you. That would be one tip number one. Find a schedule that works for you. Simple thing. The simple thing you can do is start to track your schedule. See when your energy is high, see when your energy is low, and see when you need to pivot certain things. Number two, I would say, is focus on reducing the distractions as much as you can. The reality, it is what it is. We all know the deal, what we're working with now. But the fact is, we want to ensure that we find the time that maybe you can limit some of the distractions. For me, it's starting early because I do have a five-year-old. So if I don't get up at least by five o'clock and get my day started, I may not get to my minimum, I call them my minimum vital tasks that I need to do. There's a minimum task that's vital to my, to me, to my business, my life that must get done. I may not get to them if I don't start a little earlier. And that's okay, right? That's the season of life I'm in. So I need to be able to move and do those things. There and the other number three, I would say, Chet, is just define for yourself what is your minimum vital task? What are the things that you need to get done that's going to move and 10x the results in your business, in your life, you know, in your purpose, whatever that is? Those are like three tips there. I got a whole bunch more, but let's just keep the conversation rolling. Chet, are we still? together yeah we're still here we're still, I'm, I'm just i'm just seriously like just in awe of everything that you're saying okay it's like okay, about minimal minimal minimum minimum vital task listen i just coined that one listen yeah. i'm gonna write that one down and you know i gotta trademark that bad boy because what you know what we used to have in when i worked for capital one right we had a minimum viable viable product, right? Before you put something on market, you need to create the minimum viable product and put it out there, right? And you test and learn and you do data, you do all of those things. So I'm like, we need to do the same thing with our tasks, the, the task that's critical for our business. What is the minimum one that, that must get done? Adamant, you just got to get this done. No excuses. Yeah. And when you get it done, how do you feel? You know what? You One thing, for all of us, right? Once we get, we need to celebrate the little things as we're getting them done. So we always talk about people say, so how do you build confidence? Oh my God, you went from, from you know, working here and, you know, doing these things. Now you're working with, you know, on your own and there's so many things you, you need to learn. It starts with just taking one little step, right? And as, as I do something that works, I'm going to celebrate it or I might share it. Like I text you sometimes, right? And we celebrate together and say, okay, we did this. We had was a great call. We, but celebrate as you go along yeah. and just, and track it, track. And we know as performance coaches, yeah. right? Or everyone, if you don't track it, you need to track your results as you go along and see what's working. That's the only way you'll know when you need to pivot, right? So yeah, so as I do it, I'm just tracking it and I'm celebrating as I went along. But that there's a story in why I celebrate the little things, probably for another podcast. And you know that when I was traveling on business, my daughter, the five-year-old, was born in Dallas, right, at 20, 22 weeks. So I had a lot of things that had to work in productivity that came up for me because of that time. But that's for another time. But, yeah. Success. Celebrate success. That's yeah. Amen. That's how you build confidence, right? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not going to build confidence um, either way. You need to make sure you're celebrating. You need to enjoy what you're doing as well. You need to be... You, you need to be happy throughout the whole thing too. 
right? Those, those muscles, those muscles in your mouth, those things that bring a smile out. They're such an important thing. I say that to everyone, right? But another thing that I was thinking about in terms of strategies and planning, you know, we get so many people get distracted. Yeah, there's distractions. There's so many distractions. But you know, those distractions, believe it or not, those distractions can be eliminated so easy. It's just a simple, simple tasks that, that need to be done. And when I'm talking about distractions, I'm talking about emails. I'm talking about phones. And sometimes I'm talking about children at point at some points, right? However, going back into sort of the emails and the phones sort of thing, right? Creating a plan of attack, your strategies, you need to make sure you start your day off initially feeling good about yourself. Now, there are studies that show, right, as soon as you wake up and you see your phone and you look at your phone and you check your emails and do X, Y, and Z with your phone, right, your day is going to end up being a crap day, okay? There's studies that have proven things like that, okay? But allow yourself to not touch, even touch your phone, to even check emails or any messages or anything while you're in bed, okay? Because your phone's not going to run away. The only way your phone's going to run away is if you lose your phone, and that's not running away. That's down to you because you've lost it. Yeah, or you've done something to it, right? Your phone's still going to be there. Those emails are still going to be there. Those messages are still going to be there. Those missed calls are still going to be there. But then it's a matter about, about matter of finding the time of actually then um, reaching out to those people. While you're in bed, for example, if you're going to get a message and you reply to somebody or you um, return a phone call, you're not you're not at your right state. To do that and that's an important thing as well you need to be at your right state of mind as well and that allows you to sort of start planning your day correctly so a, a piece of advice that i give is that as soon as you wake up the first thing that you should be doing is say to yourself what kind of day you're going to have and what you want to accomplish what is the number one thing that you want to accomplish in that day okay and once you've got that you've also given yourself an outcome of what you want to achieve in that day and when you've achieved it you reflect on it at the end of the day, bang, you've had a good day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely love what you just talked about because how you start your day, how you end your day is powerful, right? Because it's going to help you have a productive and fruitful next day, right? So just to give you guys a little insight on the way I do my day. You're on mute. I, I'm on mute. Oh, on Clubhouse. All right. So just to give you guys an insight on how I start my day, I started with a level of reflection while I'm still in bed. Let's just be real. Sometimes you get up at five o'clock in the morning. I still have my eyes closed and I know I need to get up, but I start just visualizing my day because I already in the night before know what I need to accomplish. So if I have a client meeting and I know they're struggling with something, I close my eyes and I just think about what is that conversation going to flow? What I need to, what kind of you know, what intentionality can I bring to that conversation? How can I focus in? And I do that for each of my major, the things that I have, the vital stuff that I need to get done. And then I get out of bread because that allows me to slow down because I have a habit. I'm a <laughs> high energy. So I get out and I jump out of bed and I'm like ready to go. And it's like my heart is just getting ready to go. And I'm like, you got to learn, slow down and just take a moment. So that's what I do now. I take that moment. And now I also been using Brandon Bessard journal, his little planner slash journal. And I love it because you talk about some of the things like writing it down, thinking about he has some great questions in that journal that allows me to again, slow down and have a conversation with myself 
like, you know, what would you tell your future self about this or that or some of the other things? Like, what is the major task that you have going on and how do you want to show up for it? Those kind of things. So it allows me to get into that state you're talking about, that state management, right? Yeah. Get into the right language in my head that I'm talking, the right communication that's happening. And then the next thing I work on is my physiology, right? So one thing that's a non-negotiable for me and my family knows, I go for a walk every morning. I live in New York. So sometimes we need a flow with it, right? We need ever flow. Because when we had that snowstorm, girl couldn't get out there. But girl walked out to the driveway and she walked back and she got some air. But I walk every morning and it started to become a very focused walk because my beat stopped working because it was too damn cold. So it just got down. So now it's been like a solo focused and a meditative walk. But I said, find things in your day to kind of ground you, to anchor you, right? Once you're anchored with understanding these are the top things you need to get done. Once you're anchored with the moving your body and with nature, and if you don't want to do nature, find your thing, but find what it is for you. And that's going to allow you to kind of create that level of productivity. And the other thing you talked about that I thought was powerhouse, right? Is that we can limit some of those distractions. Hell yeah, we can, right? The first, I don't look at my phone. I tell you right now, I don't look at my phone and you probably know this too. I have set times that I look at my phone. If something is critical and a client needs to reach me, they know how to get me because we already discussed that, right? They know how to reach me. The the people that need to reach me, they know how to get to me, but I'm not going to be a slave to other people's, to what they need from, from me and what they need for me to do. Because working 18 plus years in the corporate space, I know how that is when you're a slave to that email and you're just ruminating on what well, the next thing you got to do and you're working on everybody else's agenda before you start on your agenda. So back to those blocks, right? That morning block, it's all about the focus. It's about the intentionality. It's about making sure I show up the way I need to show up for the right people that I need to show up for. And it's about getting that like that CEO, CEO mindset set and ready to go. But yeah, so and the block, you can just on your, all these apps that we have dinging on here, I just stop it, right? I just stop all those. I just shut them down. Notifications. I don't have notifications on because it it distracts me. I love Facebook. I think Facebook is an awesome way for us to network. I think it's an awesome tool as a business owner to get in front of your ICAs, right? It's an awesome tool, but at the same time, it could be an awesome distraction, right? So I have strategic times that I even go on Facebook where I just have all the groups I'm part of. Just go in, you know, pull some love in there, <laughs> do what I need to do. And show up, you know, to make sure I have my presence. But at the end of the day, I understand what the priorities are. But it starts with having clarity on what your goals are. Everything starts with clarity, my friend. Your notifications are on when I message you, right? <laughs> so, you know what? You know how to reach me, though. You know how to reach me. I'm not, you know, you know how to reach me. You were just going to shut me out completely. Oh, awesome. You know, a lot of lot of value there. I mean, I mean, you 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 just you clearly have um you've got things set up, but you've got things set up and you're working towards those. But it's not something that you can you you set in stone and you can say, right, this is how it's working for me. It still is a learning process, right? You're always yeah. you're always changing things, you're adapting to things because life doesn't actually go the same way seven days a week, 
right? Or 24 hours a day, right? There are so many obstacles and hurdles that get thrown at you, okay? And especially during this time, come on, right? Even if you plan to wake up at 5 a.m., you don't know what's going to happen at 5.30 a.m. when you want to actually do something else. So you need to be able to adjust okay? and move things around, but then not feel overwhelmed at thinking, oh, shit, I actually got a hell of a lot more things to do at the end of the day because yeah. you still got the next day to do them if you can do them or you just extend your day a little bit if you can we're not it's not having this sort of str uh, com completely strict time time scale of like a nine to five thirty when you're at your work workplace yeah. and it's like something i've said in the past as well is that even when people are in their workplace and they're working from home there's a lot more productivity coming out of people when they're working from home than they are in the office okay they're actually working more hours at home than they are in the office okay they're using less time for themselves at home than they are in the office. And I'm talking about things like um, traveling to work, traveling to home, that's your time. You don't have that when you're in the office. You don't have that when you're at home. This is why people are actually suggesting get out for a walk, just like yourself, right? At lunch breaks, get out for a walk or leave your desk for about five or 10 minutes because you do more of that if you're in the office than you would do at home. And yeah, I, I can go on and on and on. I think I've lost my trail of thought here, but it's one of those things, right? It's 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 one. It's like having having that um, adju adjustment, right? So, like when I, I now I remember what I was talking about. So, having that nine to five thirty sort of um, job that you have, or whatever you're doing, and you're making sure that you've got something between an eight or nine hours of a day. There are items within those days that you need to you need to accomplish. Okay, so you, again, we're going back to prioritizing them and getting things done. But then if you aren't completing something by the end of the day, you need to go and review it to say, well, was it a priority for me to complete in that day? If it was, then what did I do wrong? Or yeah. don't feel overwhelmed and say, right, I can do this tomorrow. It's fine. No, I, I, you know what, totally agree with you. I think the first thing we all need to give ourselves in times like this is give us, give yourself some, some grace. Right? Give yourself some grace as to what you can do. There are going to be distractions. So we're a human being. The only time there's going to be no distractions when you're dead. And that's the bottom line, right? Only when you're dead, you're not going to have any distractions. You're not going to have anything pulling you. You got to be able to ebb and flow and build that level of resilience within yourself. But I'll tell you, in order to start building resilience, you got to know who you are. You got to really get clear as to what your purpose is and what you value. And the reason I'm spending some time here and I'm really sharing this with your audience is that's going to allow you to eliminate the distractions. If you know what's important, that's the only time you can prioritize it. If you know what's important, that's the only time you can put up the boundary and say, no, this is what I got to get done. And if you know what's important, when the ball drops, because guess what? It will. That's life, right? When that ball drops, you'll be able to say, okay, this is where the ball can be played, right? This is my next block. I can play this ball. I can put this tomorrow. In fact, I'm not playing with that ball because I can delegate that thing out, right? I don't need to do it. So, but it starts with you being clear on having clarity as to what is truly important to you. What is your values and what is your objectives and everything else? And you know what tool we use? And you use this as well within your business is OKRs, right? Oh, love them. Yes, objective key results, right? I use OKRs with my clients. In fact, I had some I had some coaching calls yesterday, and we are getting ready to build it out for them 
And we're starting with that overarching five years. We're looking at what is that goal for this company in the next five years? But I just don't only work with the company, but I'm also looking at it from the person's perspective. Because you and I know, if you don't have your health, you can have all the wealth and it means crap, nothing, right? You wouldn't be able to enjoy it. So how do we create those objectives and those key, key results that that person needs to? I start off with that five years, then we drill it down, we go to three, then we come to, to that year and then we're breaking it down poorly and then we go to a six week. But having stuff like that in your life personally, as an individual, is game changing. Because when that, when that distraction happens, when someone comes in and says, oh, I need you to do this, and you know that's not something you need to do, it empowers you to have that difficult conversation that sometimes we decide to avoid. And with the productivity part you were talking about, it's sort of echo. With the productivity part you were talking about, working with a corporation that loved to bring everyone into the office, that's the most distracting place to be because you never got work done because everybody stopped at your desk. So you're right. Working at home could be the most productive place to be. You avoid all the people dropping in just to have a conversation because it happens to see you sitting there, right? You avoid all the people that see you working on something and want to want you to help them with their own project, right? Or something else, right? So there's a lot of more distractions there. And I know I went on on there because I'm so passionate about it. And I know you're passionate about this. We should do another bonus episode all about OCRs, by the way, because that we can just talk about that for years. To come. Next week. Next week. Let's do it. Oh, Oh, wow. Now you're like, okay, okay. I'm, really, get some stock I'm ready. OKRs next week. That's going to be the bonus episode. And if you don't know what OKRs right. is, objectives, key results, and the answer to your prayers. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, that sounds like, okay, I really flowed there for a second. Objectives, <laughs> answers to your prayers. I can wrap on that one. Mm. <laughs> good, stuff. Oh, good stuff. Okay, that's, that's going to be a really interesting conversation. We just got to figure out, right? Next time we got to really get this in front of your audience. Hopefully we can stream it somewhere so they can be able to see it, you know? Oh, we'll be planned. We'll be better prepared next next week for this. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go everywhere. But what I wanted to say on that note, okay, so I'm just looking at the time, conscious of time. Um, I just wanted to say, so for... Those that are listening on Clubhouse, any questions, send a DM on Instagram with the word maximize so we know it's from you. Okay. If you've got any questions, send it to Felicia and myself. Our Instagram handles are on our Clubhouse profiles within our bio. If you've got any questions, just send the word maximize and we will get back to you and answer any questions that you potentially have. And just share the love, you know, any value, any questions, we're happy to sort of take that all on board and just give as much knowledge that we have and our experiences to you guys. Felicia, Felicia and I, as I said, we're more than happy to answer all those questions. And again, one other thing, if you're not following us, do so. We want to build a community and we want to add value and share the experience. So make sure, make sure you follow us on Clubhouse for those listening on the podcast. Follow us on Instagram for those listening on the podcast. And also for those listening on Clubhouse, follow us everywhere as well. And we're on LinkedIn. Okay, so on that note, I want to say thank you for listening in and on this bonus episode, as well as everyone in our clubhouse rooms. And that's it. That's a wrap. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget, leave a comment or email me at getintouch at notyourordinarycoach.com. That's getintouch at notyourordinarycoach.com. And most importantly, 
download and subscribe to the show. See you all on the next episode of Not Your Ordinary Coach with Chet Hirani. And one other thing before I forget is one thing to remember, version one is better than version none.